ever so thankful father and you know we don't take it for granted not one single day do we take for granted lord help us to just continue to walk in your way father and not in our flesh thank you for your grace and your mercy in your name we pray amen okay friends how was mother's day hopefully it was wonderful um, hopefully you did something, maybe you took a nap. Um, and you know, um, I know that for some individuals, it may have been difficult if you are without your mom or for other reasons, which I will speak on in just a moment. I just got like a flood of ideas that came into my head as I was taking, saying that. And, um, right now I am sitting in my car. Um, during my lunch break, I'm not even eating, guys. I just need to get out of the work building, the school, and I'm sitting in front of a Starbucks just drinking my drink. And if you want to know what I'm drinking, it's an ice shake and espresso, tall with non fat milk and one pump of mocha. So I've got it under 100 calories here, is what I'm working with to get me through this last few days of this school year so mother's day um great day but can also be a difficult day um i celebrated you know because i love my my own mother um because i am a mother you know but it was also difficult because i'm i'm missing a baby you know i'm missing um a daughter that I was going to adopt um, through foster care and she was transferred to uh, to another home and you know Mother's Day just kind of reminds me of her sometimes and then also close to this time last year maybe about mm, another three or four weeks from the date actually um, is when I lost a baby at about six or seven weeks so I had those thoughts going through my head and so I know um, other moms you know if you have experienced that um, Mother's Day can be a very difficult day so just know that one you are a mom regardless of what happened or how early it was you are a mother Um, And know that, too, you're loved. You're loved. Your your little one, your little angel is loved. Um, If you don't have your children with you, wherever they are, you are still a mother. Your child's loved and um, you're loved. So I wanted to make sure that I imparted that upon you. It's very important. And um, I don't feel like it's discussed. It's discussed as much as it should Okay, <clears throat> so that being said, 
this past probably about two weeks has been it's been struggle bus for me guys like I've been doing it but I feel like I've been um, on autopilot what they call it where you just kind of go um, and it's because work is just so much like it's just taking so much energy for me to get there and push forward throughout the day not just push throughout the day but do it in such a way that I am effective and with a smile on my face right um the scripture do everything as unto the Lord and I it's been a struggle to do that it's like I'm here but that's it like (laughs) and I hate being like that because that's not unto the Lord right um so I'm just curious what you guys do when you're experiencing that like I have I definitely pray like in the morning um first when I get up I'm thankful that I'm I'm up I am but it's like as soon as I'm up and I'm moving around like man I've got I've got to get up and I've got to go it's not that I don't like my job it's just that I'm drained that I'm I'm at the end for this school year um and I just ask the Lord I'm like Lord you're all I have in this right now. Like I am totally dependent on you to get me through this day because I am just, I got nothing. Like I feel like there's nothing in the tank. Um, so yeah, what do you, what do you guys do? Do you, is it prayer that really pulls you through the day during times like that when you just feel like your tank is empty? Um, It'd be great to hear from a a lot of teachers, um, but not exclusively that. You know, I know that there are many, many other challenging jobs. So please chime in. Um, You know, one of the frustrating things about it is it affects your home life. And I, you know, when I got married and, and had my kid, I was really, I won't say on my high horse, but I really had this attitude of, I'm not going to let this affect my home life. Like, I know how important it is. I'm not going to be, you know, one of those moms, one of those wives that lets their career or just whatever that they have going on um, come into the house, come into the quality family time. And every now and then it does. And it's not so much that the task creep in but the emotional drain is what comes in, right? So even though I've stopped taking work home from school, I'm so emotionally drained or irritated or frustrated that I can see it. Like I can see my frustration with my son. I can see my, you know, being short with my husband because I don't have anything left. Like I used, (laughs) I literally used up all the patience that I had just to get through the day. Like just to be nice um, to parents and students. Like I got nothing left for y'all, you know? And I feel really bad about it. Like it's horrible, right? Sorry, I had to take a sip of my espresso. Um, And then on top of that, I had a little bit of a scare um, this past weekend, my, my sinuses have been bad for years, 
but you know for such a time as this for during covid if you have sinuses it can be <laughs> a really scary time because you're like whoa are my sinuses just really bad right now or is something else happening so i woke up one morning and my throat was really hurting my i was just like I don't know really foggy like a really um nasally I had a lot of congestion um like in my head right this that dull sinus pain that kind of sits right there between your eyes and then I, I was like okay I'm gonna go to sleep early but when I woke up y'all I woke up at one o'clock at three o'clock at 4 30 and each time that I would get up my shirt was wet like I was sweating I was like oh no what is happening right now so I'm immediately in prayer I'm like Lord don't nobody got time for that like we just do not have time we, we can't like please just cover me like I can't right now and I'm just thinking all of the things like what does that mean for my son like is he gonna have to be out of the house just immediately the wheels are just turning and I'm just like so I didn't go to church because I I didn't know what was happening I wasn't even sure if I should go to work so I'm gargling with salt water I'm just praying like Lord so slowly but surely I did start feeling better I definitely feel much better today if you can tell I'm still a little nasally but nothing like how I felt before so I was dealing with work and feeling like crud <laughs> so but praise the lord I'm, I'm feeling better right um so yeah back to my back to my point i just wanted to let you guys know that i came through my my health challenge but what are some of your things that you do when you are trying to push through a work week a work challenge um, when you are trying to um, protect your home life and that's one of my struggles that I've endured this school year and one of my goals for this coming school year is going to be protecting my home life at all costs like if my my home life cannot be protected then this might not be something that I need to do right um, and I didn't realize, realize, excuse me, just how important that was um, until now, maybe because I just created a home life, <laughs> right? Um, and and I, I take that back. Even if you're, you are, if you're single, you still have a home life. You still need that self-care. You still need that time to yourself, devoted to um, your, your family, even if they're not in the home with you. So regardless, it's, it's home life. Um, and I'm not too proud to reach out and ask for help. And yeah, I can Google it. Sure. But I would rather hear from you. I would rather hear your tried and true stories of what has worked, what has been effective, what has not been effective. Say, Chanel, don't do this, <laughs> right? Save me from, from that, um, then to just reach out and then to do a Google, a random Google search. So um, really trying my best out here. I, I don't always have all of the answers, but I have the word. I, I have Christ, I have the Holy Spirit, and I have my 
my sisters in in the spirit. So, you know, let's let's share with each other. My lunch hour is winding down, and no, it's not 12 minutes because I know that that's how long I've been recording now. But it took me the other 10 minutes to go into Starbucks and do my complete my order. So <laughs> that's why, and I still have to drive back to campus. Um, please listen out for part two of this podcast because there are a few other things that I want to talk about that uh, I just need to get off my chest and I feel like it will be beneficial for all of us. All right. Look for my Insta tag in the description and please, please share with me. I am in need. I'm in need of your feedback and your suggestions. Okay. All right, ladies, I will talk with you shortly in part two. Love you. Bye. Hello. Welcome to part two of this podcast episode. So in part two, I'm going to probably ramble, but I am going to focus on primarily two things. Um, I'll be pretty brief today since my lunch break is almost up, but I really missed talking to you guys. I think I mentioned before that this is kind of like an outlet um, for me as well, just to kind of get things off my chest and more importantly to share things that I feel like would be helpful to others, not just myself. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about has to do with the most recent sermon that my pastor gave. And he talked about identifying whether or not you are a people pleaser or a God pleaser. And I really had to think about that, you know. Um, He just reminded us in everything that we're doing, um, as you are doing whatever it is, whether it's a job or um, a volunteer position, are you doing this because you feel like this is something that you've been called to do, that the Lord has led you to do it, right? Or... Are you doing it for the title or to stay busy or for some type of notoriety? I guess the same thing as a title. Um, Maybe it's for the pure joy of it, which there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not trying to say that. Um, But just to really go back and make sure that you're doing those things for the right reasons. Now, if you are, let's say you're doing it for the Lord because you feel like you're you're called to do this. Maybe you have a gift or a talent or you just, the Lord convicted you to help fulfill a need. Then that means that we should be doing it unto the Lord, right? Really, we should do everything unto the Lord. But that means if you are volunteering for whatever it is, or even if it's a paid position, there shouldn't be complaining, right? Oh, I know. I thought about that one too. I'm like, man, there are some things that I complain about, but 
that really complaining doesn't really have a place um, for something that the Lord has called us into, right? We should be giving glory that we are fulfilling a purpose that he's placed upon our spirit. So take a minute and think about, you know, do you have a complaining spirit in some of the things that you do? Because that's a sign that you know, it might not be pleasing to God, right? Um, Also in the people pleasing, he talked about setting boundaries, which I am bad at, okay? Um, And I'm just, I'm putting myself out there in every area, not just like friends or relatives, but like in the work. Um, I, I did not set those boundaries. So I will have a parent email me or send me some type of class dojo. Teachers know what that is. Some parents do, you know, you guys know what that is at eight o'clock at night, right? Nine o'clock at night on a Sunday. And I would respond and I'm like, wait, you've allowed that behavior. That's why that's happening. Right. Um, you know, even, even in my marriage, some Um, some of the behaviors I've allowed, um, some of the types of communication I've allowed, I did not set those boundaries up, you know, um, maybe I was caught up in the whole, I'm married now thing. I don't know, but I, you know, and now I'm like, wait, 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 you know, we're four years in now. I'm like, okay, hold on. Let's talk about this. But that routine has already been established, Right. So he mentioned that within those boundaries, it is perfectly okay, acceptable to have preferences. Okay. Of course, I know, you know, the preferences should not go against the Lord. They shouldn't go against the word. We we got it right. But it's okay to tell someone no. It's okay to say, I like this or I don't like that, even to your partner. Guess what? Loving spouses, loving partners, loving family members, loving friends are not going to guilt you about that. He was giving an example. He was saying, you know, as a pastor, he's had people say, oh, I thought you was a pastor. I thought you're supposed to help and do this and the other. And he's had to say, yeah, you know what? I do, but I also love my family and they are my first ministry. Always, right? So people, you know, and maybe I'm guilty of it myself. I don't know, but we'll try to guilt you and you have to stop it. Of course, respectfully, but you've got to come with it and you've got to counter that really quickly. And just, you know, say, hey, I sorry you feel that way, but this, this is what's going on. This is my preference, okay? And I really, um, I don't know that stuck with me, you know, um, that I'm allowed to have preferences and that I should voice them. And by the same turn, your family, friends, relatives are allowed to have preferences and we need to be open and accepting of those, Right? The other thing that I wanted to touch on is quality time. And this is something that my husband brought up. Um, He had a Bible study last week. And in their Bible study, they were discussing quality time 
of course with with the Lord and then with those you love and you know I'm again I'm guilty of this in that a lot of times if I'm listening to a sermon or a podcast or I'm listening to worship music I y'all I'm doing like a thousand things all at the same time I might be rolling the doing a grocery list budgeting changing my son's diaper like all the things and I had to think about Chanel quality time with the Lord is when you are still being still and knowing him and being just in that spirit realm with him when was the last time sisters that you did that it's hard for me to do it I really have to ask the Lord's help with it right to just sit there and to just focus you know um and then the other part of that was that that should mirror in your marriage it's your mirror, mirror in your friendships, right? That quality time. You know, me and my husband, we love to go to the movies. It's one of our things, right? The one where you can um, order food, right? So we're eating not like the chicken strips and everything. We're watching a movie. Okay, which is great. It's fun. But is that really quality time or are you just doing an activity together? We're not talking to each other. We're not sharing what's on our hearts. Now, that's not to say we don't enjoy each other's company and we're cozy and everything next to each other. Great. But quality time, intimate time where you are sharing and you're pouring out of each other into one another. Okay. So it made us take a second look. And so we have scheduled some time to really um, not necessarily go out and do something, but to just really just sit down and. I don't know, just share with one another, which can be dangerous. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. You get to share and you're like, whoa, whoa, what did you mean by that? Hang on a second, go back. So pray for us, y'all, pray for us. But it's growth, right? It's part of growth in a marriage and in just any relationship. So I encourage you, ladies, to set those boundaries, to spend that quality time, and to remember that you are allowed to have preferences. You're allowed. And I love you. Have a great day, guys. Hope you have um, a wonderful afternoon. Bye.